Good morning. It's your KVMR local and regional morning news update. I'm Steve Baker. What's not moving? The local air attack base, officials assure the community. More on that a little later. First, it's regional weather and air quality. Nevada City, Grass Valley, air quality index, uh, AQI forecast today, 77 moderate. And there's a red flag warning in effect until 11 this morning. Today, sunny and a high of 89. Tonight, low 60. Tomorrow, 85 and sunny. And in Sacramento, the AQI forecast today, 75, moderate. Today, sunny, high 95. Tonight, low 63. Tomorrow, 90 and sunny. And Truckee Tahoe, the AQI today, 87, moderate. Today, sunny with a high of 78 degrees. Low 39 tonight. Wednesday, widespread haze before 10 mostly sunny and 75. Placerville, mainly sunny and a high of 91 today. And Angels Camp today, sunny and a high of 96. Well, rumors can be a hazardous commodity. Airport officials saying that rumors that a nearby housing development could push the Grass Valley Interagency Air Attack base out of town are unfounded. That according to an article this weekend in the Union newspaper of Grass Valley. Bulldozers and earth movers have marked the beginning of the first phase of the Loma Rica development along Idaho-Maryland Road between Sutton Way and Brunswick Road, bringing a visual transformation that has raised questions about encroaching development upon the airport's uses. Cal Fire is not planning on going anywhere. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to help Cal Fire increase their footprint and help bring in extra assets to the Nevada County Airport. That's what airport manager Kevin Edwards told the union. Edwards says he is currently looking at adding some property on the north side of the airport to allow more capacity for helicopters. He says helicopters are being used way more frequently in fighting fires. Edwards adding that the deep canyons in Nevada County sometimes pose a challenge for the air tankers. The tankers can't get into some of those areas, and with the amount of reservoirs around here, the helicopters can get closer in to help not only extinguish the fire, but for a first line of defense for the firefighters that are on the ground. It was another humdinger of a circle event. From the headwaters along Donner's Summit to the confluence of the Yuba and Feather Rivers, hundreds of people turned out for the South Yuba River Citizens League's 24th annual Yuba River cleanup that took place last week. This year's event had two different phases, the self-guided cleanup that took place September 11th through the 17th and the community cleanup on Saturday the 18th. During the self-guided cleanup, more than 150 volunteers moved 2,600 pounds of trash and recycling from 12 sites along the South Yuba River, Deer Creek, and Wolf Creek. These volunteers included students from SAEL and Forest Charter, as well as Nevada Irrigation District employees. Tahoe National Forest lent a special helping hand in areas of the watershed that were closed to the public earlier in the week. The over 250 volunteers who participated in last Saturday's community cleanup collected and disposed of an additional 10,000 pounds of trash across 13 sites that included river crossings, dump sites on the Tahoe National Forest land, and abandoned encampments. Mattresses, illegal mining equipment, and fire grates were found, along with countless pieces of micro-trash. 
Says Melinda Booth, She Circles Executive Director, this event is so successful each year because so many of our community members are committed to keeping the Yuba wild and scenic. The annual cleanup is also a great way to close the river ambassador season, which works all summer to educate the public on river safety and etiquette with the hope of reducing the trash we find each year during the cleanup. Meanwhile, CalPERS, the state employee pension system, has sent checks to more than 20,000 dead people over the past few years, an audit has found. About 1,800 CalPERS beneficiaries die each month, according to the pension fund, and CalPERS often do not learn about deaths right away. In a report, CalPERS Office of Audit Services says the division tasked with tracking deaths and recovering overpayments often fail to do so quickly after retiree deaths. The caseload grew from 19,000 deceased retirees to 22,000 between July 31, 2019 and July 31 last year. Overpayments grew by about $5.6 million, reaching a total of $41,600,000. And the quote of the week goes to Governor Gavin Newsom. We said yes to science. We said yes to vaccines. We said yes to ending this pandemic. We said yes to all those things that we hold dear as Californians, and I would argue as Americans. Longtime local music fans know singer-songwriter Jackie Green. This is from the Sacramento Bee. He grew up in the Sacramento area, started a solo career here, toured with big names, was lead guitarist with Black Crows, and has had many other stops along the way. Now he's back on stage in sack. His show, Jackie Green Acoustic, is at 7 p.m. two nights this Friday and Saturday at the Sophia, 2700 Capitol Avenue. And next up in the world of campus adjustments, UC Davis. Monday, the school launches its 2021 fall quarter with in-person attendance. Chancellor Gary May painting the picture of the return to campus life, posting, It will be a scene of bike traffic and plenty of backpacks as students head to classes. It will be the sounds of world-class jazz and symphonies at the Mondavi Center and laptop keyboards clacking in lecture halls from studious note-taking. May continued later. Starting at September 20th, vaccinated members of our UC Davis community will undergo asymptomatic testing every 14 days. Those who are approved for an exception from the vaccine mandate for medical or religious reasons will be tested for COVID-19 every four days. And birthdays today include actor-comedian Fanny Flagg at 80, author Stephen King, 74, actor Bill Murray turns 71, and filmmaker Ethan Cohen of the Cohen Brothers is a mere 64. Stay tuned. It's time for some more great music with Paul Emery in the Tuesday Morning Show. Mm-hmm. 